Welcome to that Smiling Dentist show where we teach anyone in this industry how to leverage technology to increase patient flow. All right, so it's all about patient conversions, getting the type of flow needed to convert into new patients and new business. All right, everything is about keeping the lights on and growing, okay, and, and, and figuring out and simplifying the type of technology that you need to use out there, all right, that basically helps your practice and your staff grow. So today we're going to talk about the three biggest human elements, all right, that we see across thousands of forums. I mean, you know, it doesn't matter where it is or who's writing it and what language, it's all the same, all right? There, there's three common core elements to choosing you over your competition. And the biggest problem right now, if you choose to consider it a problem, I mean, some people who look at the industry as a whole or associations may consider it amazing because uh, you're getting new subscription fees. But the fact is, is that there's now, if you're in a big city, there's like 20 to 30 dentists within a five-minute walk of you, all right? And that's just the reality of it. So you need to figure out what the human elements are that you know, make people choose you over somebody else and how to sort of be less apathetic about you know, your current marketing, your advertising spend, or your PR efforts or whatever, all right? And it boils down to three core components, okay? So thousands of forms submitted, you know, people spending, you know, at least an average of between, you know, eight to 16 minutes filling out these forms in an intimate setting away. People aren't filling out forms in your practice anymore, all right, that's that's they're not going into your practice and telling you the intimate details of their life yet with a pencil. All right, in a, in a little small square box and a few lines, they're they're sitting at home, they're on vacation, they're at work, they're deciding they're going to solve a problem, and they're filling out. You know, um, and, and you're giving them an intimate setting to answer these types of questions. All right, so anything digital now, anything either mobile or iPad or anything that they can do at home gives them that intimate setting to be able to give you this type of data, all right, and give you this type of information that will help you understand how to help them better, all right, move them through the process and become your patient. And the first core component that you need to establish is trust, all right. You need to automate the trust factor with your patients, okay. And, I mean, <clears throat> recently I took uh, my family to Vegas on a, on a family vacation. It was the Vegas family vacation I have, uh, you know, three children under the age of 10, and my wife and my beautiful wife and I, we, we took them away, and, and we, were, we were basically, you know, I overheard a conversation, interestingly enough, on like the second day I was there, and it was this, you know, lady talking in her cell phone, and she's like, oh yeah, these guys were amazing, you know, and I, I, I you know, they got me the appointment within a few days, and, and they actually broke out my payment plan over, over four, uh, four sessions, it was great, you know, I hadn't been to the dentist in six years. Right. And so honestly, I, I had to stop her. OK, so it was one of those things. I just had to stop her and, and ask her. And, and you know, I kind of overheard you. I'm sorry. Um, but I was just curious as to sort of why haven't you been to a dentist in six years? Right. And she's like, I, I just I hate dentists. I can't stand dentists. Right. <laughs> so, you know, and I mean, it's the biggest thing. Right. It's like you have that's that's where the core component of your patient onboarding comes down to trust. OK, but. If you're going out there and you're, you know, spending money on digital advertising and, you know, using technology and various other forms of, of advertising and marketing to drive people into your business or word of mouth or whatever it is, the first thing that any of that does is establishes or gives you, uh, you know, trust or it doesn't, right? So word of mouth referrals, that's a trust referral, 
okay? An article written by your major newspaper is a trust referral. If it's just coming off of, you know, an ad in the newspaper, no one trusts you yet. You haven't established that trust yet, okay? You've done nothing to establish that trust. You need to establish that trust. How, how do you leverage free technology right now to establish that trust? Okay, well, number one is video, um, you know, so you have meetings, okay? You have two staff meetings or a staff meeting a week. Make them just a little bit more productive by pulling out a smartphone that's, you know, maybe hopefully less than, you know, two years old, right? And basically just, you know, just start taping and start, start you know, filming the top 10 questions. The top 10 frequently asked questions your hygienists get on a daily basis or you get on a daily basis or if you're a hygienist listening to this or a staff member, you know, you getting this, right? What, what are the top 10 questions that you're getting on a daily basis, right? Or top three questions, right? Answer those in detail. Split them out into a few videos. Point is, is that every single service that you have, which is multiple, there's implants, there's teeth whitening, cosmetic surgery, you know, crowns, veneers, all sorts of stuff that that you know you know that that requires you know at least a hundred questions but really you can boil those hundred questions down into about seven seven or eight questions top questions that you can answer to kind of you know remove the element of you know being able to, to trust the practice prior to walking in all right so they see your faces they see that you're real they see the practice and behind there's a trust factor there's an element that you know if they need to solve their problem you know, then, then you've established at least some, some elements in there that they can trust you with, all right? The, the other factors and other things that you can do that establish that trust factor for you is, is write a guide, right? A checklist, okay? There's several templates out there you can use that just a simple checklist with lots of visuals and, and so on in it with, that you can basically use to, to, to give them as a download and establish that value up front, right? And, and also give you that trust while you sleep, right? Or while you're doing other things, okay? There's patients out there that are in that first stage, which is the research stage, and, and you know, they're able to get by that initial, you know, objection, right? So that's number one. Uh, number two is empathy, all right? Number two is empathy, and that's, that's, that's huge. It's, it's something that nobody really focuses on. I mean, it should be just the, the, the only word, that, that should be the word on every single practice. You just, just like print it out and just type it up and just put it in. Everyone walks into your practice, you know, in the back room. That's your staff. Only word there should be empathy. All right. Um, it has to be exuded in every single call. I mean, that person, whoever your staff member is, has to answer the phone like they're your best friend. The best salespeople in the world. And I use the word sales in this industry, okay? And the reason I use that is because without sales – there is, you're dead, all right? You just do not have a business without sales, all right? It's the core component. I mean, it doesn't even matter. Marketing, you know, marketers and marketing, you know, a lot of marketers will say, well, you can't have sales without marketing. Well, yes, you can, right? You can have, you sure can have sales without marketing, all right? Sales is everything. Sales comes down to understanding how to solve a problem, all right? And so, in healthcare, we can just call it problem solving and, and whatever. We can use the two, two words in this one. But at the end of the day, it all comes down to how many patients can you put through your sales pipeline and get out to the other end that spit out X number of dollars. So at the end of the year, you can look at your bottom line and either decide to grow or shut down, right? Or you stayed stagnant and you can just work harder next year. And that's just not the way to run a business. 
All right. So you need to ensure that your staff is exuding empathy and the way to exude empathy is to get them involved in the process. And the way to get people involved in the process is money, unfortunately. Okay. So whether you consider that a good thing or a bad thing, but that's just the way life works. People need to eat. All right. And so salespeople sell more because they're incented to sell more. And so if somebody's calling in and they've mustered up the courage and they've you know, watched your videos and they've seen that you're somewhat of an authority in the market and they've chosen you and they've called into that practice, all right, they've called into your practice and they've decided, okay, that's it. You know, I'm worth you know, at least seven to $20,000 and uh, you know, I've been working for a number of years and I'm deciding I'm gonna solve this problem now and I've saved up, I've got a little bit of money to pay for it myself and I've got a little bit of insurance to cover me as well and I'm open to financing. Uh, and I'm willing to now call this dentist and I pick up the phone and I call the dentist and it's taken me a month to basically make this phone call with all the distractions and the objections that have popped up in my head and so on and so forth. Okay, that's, a, that's the way a patient thinks. And when they call in and that person just doesn't listen to them or doesn't give them, you know, they start talking about their problem and they just say sound and then ask them how they heard about you, <laughs> right? I mean, it's, it's a complete turnoff. You know, people aren't just calling into practices, uh, you know, with high, you know, you know, severe problems with their teeth, um, you know, and telling somebody how they feel about that, you know, consistently and spending hopefully, you know, hopefully the person in your end is wanting to listen to them for 9, 10, 15, 20 minutes or what have you. Okay, and that's the reality of it. If you want to, you know, drive in high margin patients, you might have to spend a little bit more than one minute booking the appointment when they call in, right? You may have to listen to them actually and actually, you know, or ask them open-ended questions and ask them, prod them to tell you a little bit more on the phone, right? Even though you're not diagnosing them, you're establishing that trust factor, right? You're establishing the trust factor and the empathy factor. You care. Show them you care because I'm not going to hang up with you and book that appointment and then go call somebody else and go through the exact same thing. I'm just not going to do that, right? But if you turn me off, I sure am, and I'm going to tell that person exactly how I felt turned off, and it's about a 98% chance that you get the business if I'm you know, ready to buy right? So unless you really screw it up. So at the end of the day, you have to make sure that everybody answers that phone like they're your, their best friend, period. Now, how to do that is you got to incent them, okay? There has to be some sort of bonus structure, okay? Yay, staff, all right? Staff, you know what? You, you are worth it. A lot of people, and, and, and look, if you're closing a $40,000 patient, you're solving the, the, the problem of a $40,000 patient, okay, and they're paying you that, then the staff members, the three or four people that established your reputation to drive that $40,000 patient into, you know, your hands, okay, needs to be incented for that. They need to be part of that, okay? They need to be involved in that because guess what? They'll stall more of them for you, all right? And then you can control your schedule and not have to worry so much about just doing so much clinical and reacting to stuff all day, all right? So the key component is ensuring you automate the empathy process, okay? And, and, you know, to a lot of extent, it, that is also done in the video component, but it's also done through your email automation. So once you drive that person into your process and they're, you know, they're, they're in your process, you can send them, you know, automated emails with various videos you've done with that particular problem, okay, showing that you, you know, your chair side manner, uh, you know. I played a lot of a lot of sports and hockey and soccer being a Canadian and, and you know, my, my knee went about a decade ago, twelve years ago, which basically ended my beer league career. And basically, you know, I was going in for surgery and the guy's chairside manner was terrible. Now mind you, he wasn't there to sell me 
on you know knee surgery, right? I mean, this is this is uh, he was basically the second best, or well, he was one of two of the best surgeons in Ottawa that do that procedure, and they do it all the time. So, at the end of the day, you know, he didn't really care. But his chairside manner was so bad, okay, and it was, or and his his bedside manner was like he wasn't answering the most basic of questions, and he was just being so technical. That, you know, I, I, I refer to that in dentistry and I see that so much with dentists and, and, and treatment coordinators and, and people who are, you know, just not taking the process seriously enough and t- more taking it for granted and not understanding what the core behavioral components of showing just that little bit of empathy and maybe just, you know, listening to them for a little bit longer can do and the type of dividends that it can pay, right? And so the empathy, again, can be automated through a back-end autoresponder series, which is exactly what we do to um, to generate that empathy. Email is still the number one checked form of, of communication, all right? Um, the phone is answered less than your email is checked. So at the end of the day, you need to establish some sort of automated sequence, um, you know, with that patient prior to them coming in. And, and once they've booked the appointment for, and, and if you can get them in soon enough within three to five days, then you have their attention for that three to five days with the various things that you're going to be establishing to get them past the initial stages of your sales process and develop that empathy. So that if your SNAP member is having a bad day, you still have a good chance of, you know, pushing them to the, to the, to the next stage in your sales process or, or them pushing themselves to the next stage in their sales process. Okay. Things, and, and there's, there's, there's simple things that are very important. Um, you know, when, when establishing that empathy and that's asking the person if they have any other decision makers in their life or any other people that are affected by this decision. And a lot of times, especially with adults, it's their spouse. Okay. So, um, you need to ensure that they bring their spouse in with them. So the spouse also, so you don't have to like, you don't have to actually reestablish that trust and empathy with the decision makers in the house because trust and empathy are great with the person that you know, needs the help. But if there's also somebody else that's affected by that decision that doesn't, you know, get that empathy um, and that trust factor and, and it can, they can kill they can kill that, that process very quickly for you, all right? And so you need to ensure that you ask, you know, the core question is, is there anybody else that that's, you know, sort of involved that we need to make sure is comfortable with what you're doing, right? And so uh, and it's a sort of simple yes or no question. And, you know, I have an implant and I got it done from, you know, I went up for a header and guy's jaw caught me underneath as kind of was coming back down and, and it had to be extracted. And, and I just trusted what my dentist said back in the day, right? It was just a trust factor. My dentist just sent me to somebody and I went to that guy who, you know, dr- extracted it and another guy who went and drilled the implant in. And, you know, it, it was, it was, it was multiple people. It's not like that anymore, right? It's not the, the trust factor now you know, when, when before it was, you know, my, my parents were that, you know, they, they were helping me at that stage. It was, you know, my teens. So obviously it was a $4,000 implant back then. So I needed help. And so, um, you know, and it wasn't covered. So at the end of the day, I, I still, there, they were the decision makers. Um, but the dentist kept telling me well, my teeth, is sh- my teeth are shifting over. And I thought it was cool. I was missing a tooth and whatever else, but you know, the people that really want need you know knew I needed to get it done was my parents. Okay, so you need to know who you're actually marketing to uh, in that case. So if you're sending out you know automated sequences to hockey leagues and so on and so forth, well you're actually going after the parents. You're not going after the kids, or you have two separate messages where you can ensure that you know if if there's teens playing, 14, 15 year olds playing, then they've accepted your medium and there's a specific message for them to establish that empathy as well as for the parents. Okay, so. 
Trust and empathy. Those are the first two things. Number three, which is kind of, I think, split out into two, actually, two, two core components. Okay, so it's, it's really, it's competency. All right, and so how do you establish your competency? And competency is really about reputation. All right, and so a lot of dentists, a lot of businesses, period, don't do this enough, and that's making sure that, you know, really the only platform that matters right now, which is Google, um, you know, is the reputation is solid and there's multiple people there that, you know, one bad review can affect the rest of your reviews. You have enough of diluted and ask people, so ask your, ask your happy patients, ask your huggy patients for that review so you can dilute, okay, the, you know, the, the, the perhaps a negative review or the, the potential of a negative review. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So somebody could just be pissed with one of your staff members that called in and decided to write a review. All right. Well, that person could affect, if you have five reviews out there, that person, if they give you a one star, can basically affect your walk-in rate and your conversion rate, um, you know, by a serious percentage. All right, we talk a lot about colors and different types of uh, conversion elements on pages and, you know, through the automation sequences and, uh, you know, in the funnel. Um, you know, blue versus red. If you have red, you know, versus a blue in medical, you know, it drops your conversion rate by almost 60%. Okay, so it's, it's a big, big drop. If, if that's color is dropping your conversion rate, all right, think of what somebody else, their reputation is saying about you, right? And what, what your online comments are saying about you and your staff, all right? And how, how that's affecting the scroll over um, to choose you between the guy who's sitting next to you that's a five-star, all right? And if you're a five-star now and you've got seven reviews, well, you, you need to get to 60 or 70. Every single practice needs to have, in, in my opinion, you need to get to that magic number, which is 100. Get over a hundred, and nobody will ever be able to affect your reputation ever again, nor the the you know the eyeballs that are scrolling over it. All right, and so to establish that competency, you need to to do a few things, which is one, yes, which is Google, which is number two, which is uh, you know various items like Rate MD. Um, you know, I wouldn't worry so much about Yelp in those areas right now because Yelp, you know, again, no, nobody's going to a Yelp dental review as as much as they're scrolling to Google first and then maybe checking your Rate MD review. Number three to establish that competency is articles. Write a competent article answering the top 10, top 20 questions, okay, um, that you get asked and that your hygienists are getting asked or whoever your front desk is getting asked. Answer those questions, all right? Establish that. Write an article about a procedure that you specifically do and that you've done and how you help the patient. Write that article and release it out. There's various news outlets and so on, like PR Newswire, um, you know, we use PR Newswire and a few other, um, you know, outlets here that basically will just, you know, publish your article, um, but it's not an article that's salesy, right? It's not an article that's, you know, sponsoring your practice. It's just talking about a specific procedure that you've done and how you perhaps help somebody in, in some of your comments on maybe the state of dental today and wh where do you see it going tomorrow, right? And, and that's how you start establishing PR for your business. And those are paid articles. There's also sponsored articles, of course, in your local paper that you can you can use, right, which give you that reinforcement and that reputation authority. So if perhaps you are a 4.3, but you've written four articles, you know, on teeth alignment and clear aligners for adults, right, and the fact that most of your patients, nobody ever really notices and, and you know, it's done really quickly and, and they love what they what they get and it's, it's, it's a much cheaper price than what they could pay for other types of services, you know. You can sponsor that article, but if you write about your competency and your reputation, so on and so forth, there's outlets for that. So there's various ways of establishing that reputation and competency that don't just, you know, 
keep you relying on Google all the time, right? And and make you rely on Google and, and these other big factors that, that, that you need to have in place, but can also be, um, you know, spread out and complemented through the use of, of you know, what that human and what that behavior tendency is going to be, right? Which is researching you and not just perhaps the four or five star on that on that initial scroll, but also researching you, you know, of course, in, in other articles and reading your, your, your competency and in, in, in what you've written, all right? And so those are the three, uh, I guess four, let's give them, I, I, you know, over-delivered here, right? We gave you four, right? So trust, empathy, reputation, you know, to establish your competency, all right, and that's that's big. Okay, so make sure that those three elements are focused on. Uh, we've given you a few ways that you can use, you know, technology, you know, in your digital efforts to basically establish that. Okay, through through the use of video, through the use of funnels, uh, you can take, you know, all of these these elements are really stage one and two of the funnel. Right, um, stage three is is commitment of the funnel. Right, so stage one and two is kind of, you know, attracting the, the lead or the patient, you know, stage two is establishing the trust and the empathy, you know, and then stage three is, is gaining some sort of micro commitment or commitment for them from them, you know, to come in and see you. And then stage four and five, of course, is when they're in the practice and, and what you do with them in the practice, right, which we'll talk about in future episodes. And uh, I really, truly hope that this added a little bit of value to your, to your day this morning. And, uh, of course, you can always come and uh, leave any feedback for us at, uh, you know, www.smilingdentist.com. We'd be happy to hear from you. Thank you so much.